Welcome to the Range Podcast. I'm Ricky Bruley and with me is Jake Hollywood Iverson. Join us at the Archery Range where we'll tell stories from the hunt, discuss technical bow shooting tactics and gear, and pick the brains of some of the most successful people to ever shoot a bow. Whether you're about to shoot that X for the win or send an arrow at a trophy buck, this podcast is for you. Range Podcast is brought to you by Vapor Trail Archery, makers of the best bowstrings money can buy, originators of limb-driven arrow rest technology, and innovators of stokerized stabilizer systems. Welcome to the range, everybody. I am here today with, uh, well, we got Hollywood, my, uh, my cohort, and uh, Sam Solholt is in the shop today. And we're just kind of doing like a little encore episode here, uh, impromptu. Uh, this is going to be a shiny objects episode, so we're going to talk a little bit why Sam is here and um, the shiny object that's currently going on with him right now. So mm-hmm. thanks for coming, man. Hey, happy to be here. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, easy. Just a quick three and a half hour drive down from Fargo. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say you're driving this time, not rucking. So yeah, it's a yeah I didn't have to walk. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it's just good to have you in person too, because the last one we did was remote, and that is shockingly worked really well for you being out in the in the woods. And that was really know? surprising because when we did that one, I was in the bus, I believe, yeah. and the service was not very good. But I had rigged up running off of like the hotspot from my phone, and there wasn't too many people in the campground at that point, so mm-hmm. there wasn't drop in service. So, yeah, it all yeah, worked out. That was good. Yeah, that worked out real well. And um, so, for those of you who haven't listened to the uh, to the previous episode, make sure. Uh, you also get back over to the previous episode we did with Sam. Uh, I believe it's titled the 100 mile duck ruck. Mm-hmm. And speaking of that, let's talk a little bit about that, man. That was, that was really awesome. It, it, I think you, you raised quite a bit of money in that deal. Yeah. Yeah. For people listening who don't want to go back and watch the entirety of like the, that project, yeah. uh, basically the, the short synopsis of that was came up with the idea to kind of leverage a project that we were already doing for conservation and um, we've been raising for money to buy duck stamps over the past four years. This was a way to potentially kind of grow that uh, in a shorter period of time. So came up with rucking 100 miles through the Prairie Pothole region, uh, started in North Dakota, hiked into South Dakota, hiked 100 miles in three days and had a uh, road crew, some buddies, my brother. Uh, we leapfrogged the bus and the van past me. And, and uh, yeah, we ended up raising a little over 50K this year. So yeah. the goal was 100, but... Um, I'm super stoked with yeah. the fact that we raised over mm-hmm. 50. So, yeah, yeah. that's wild. Yep. And I, I, how much, so how much did you exceed the previous season? So as far as we did uh, a little bit more than the previous year, but it, the year before it took us the entirety of the fall to make it happen. So right. we didn't hit that number until late December mm-hmm. and we were almost at 50 K by the, by mid September when I finished the ruck. Mm-hmm. So it was a, it was definitely a huge boost. And then obviously a lot of that, you know, we're able to send out stamps to a lot more people early on and they're able to, you know, use them for, um, you know, duck hunting and goose hunting and whatever. Like mm-hmm. it's a, you know, we're buying physical duck stamps and mailing them out with our t-shirts and hoodies and everything we sell on the website. So, um, yeah, it's a, it was a cool, it was a cool way to do it this year. And, um, my feet recovered faster than I thought they would. Okay. Um, and yeah, it all, it all went great. That, that yeah. was my follow up. If you're wearing special shoes now, just for that. No, reason. I'm actually <laughs> wearing the shoes that I wore on the ruck. Yeah, that's what I thought. They yeah, looked like it. I did have to switch day three because these are not a wide set of shoes. Mm. And uh, mm. my right foot is a little bit bigger than my left, I found out. <laughs> <laughs> and so what happened is I had cascading blisters. So I started, I got a blister on my pinky toe, 
And then that led to a blister on my second next toe and then the next one and then the next one. And oh. By the end, it was just like the end of my so, right foot was just rotten. Was just, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Those had to smell pretty good. Then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah it, it, I won't go into too much detail, but like I had like a, like a snakeskin shedding experience like three mm. weeks later. Nice. <laughs> so mm, yeah. My whole foot kind of fell off. But <laughs> <laughs> If yeah. anyone thinks you're gross for that, look at Cam Haynes' feet. I'm oh, sure yeah. they're just yeah. as bad. Yeah, so. <laughs> he, yeah, I did lose it one toenail, you know, so I feel proud of that. Wow, yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah, you put it in, man. Yeah, wow. yeah, 100 miles, man. That's a that's that's a quite the feat. And I, I was just like, it was fun to watch it. You yeah. know, it was fun to follow along and and root for you and see all the people joining in and coming along and your family joining you and all that. So it was really, really cool to watch. Yeah, it was a, it was a fun project and, uh, we'll see what we come up with this year. I don't know if I'll walk another hundred miles, but I people feel like people now are expecting that. <laughs> yeah. you know, Gotta go really, 120. Yeah. Really, really, uh, you know, created a monster, but that's okay. It's yeah. good for me. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure. Well, cool. Um, so the reason you're here today, why don't we talk a little bit about that? I'll let you take the reins on that too. Um, what, what prompted you to come down and, and why we're here talking right now? Yeah. So, uh, I just got a brand new bow, so that's why I'm here. Um, but I got the, the new prime RVX and I'm left-handed, so it took a lot longer for me to get it, but now I have it. <laughs> it's still only January, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty um, good. And, uh, I've wanted to do this for three years now, but I just, it has never, the p- timing has never really worked out. So, mm-hmm. um, I want to do I'm creating a kind of a home bow build series where um, got the bow, going to do an episode on on YouTube. This will be on our uh, Soul Holt Brothers YouTube channel. But did I have a kind of a home bow shop? So I've got like a you know a tool rack with a bow press and an arrow cutter, and I need to get a bow vise. That's the last piece that I need for the um, for the, my bow shop. But I kind of have everything to be able to work on all of my own bow technician type stuff. Um, and, and I, I did that once for a year when I worked for my brother and he owned a archery shop, but when they closed their archery shop, they created a bow tune school mm-hmm. and it's a way for, it's an online course. It's, um, uh, 13 main modules. And then they've been updating it with all of the new bows and like how to work on the new bows and mm-hmm. like, um, from every brand. And, and so bowtuneschool.com. And if people want to learn how to a work on their own bow or B be able to understand what's going on with their bow when they bring it into a shop. So right. like, let's say, you know, like something goes wrong with it. You don't have the tools at home to fix it maybe, but when you go to the shop and be like, Hey, I know this is going on, this is going on. I need this repaired. So then you can go in there a little bit more educated when they're working on your bow. Yeah. And it's, you know, kind of a, a better experience for you if you're mm-hmm. not just going in blind. Right. Um, and so I'll just do shameless plug. So if you use the code Sam 10, you get 10% mm-hmm. off Bowtoon school. Uh, but anyway, back to the series. So I'm going to mm-hmm. do a series of getting my bow ready for season. So I'm going to do an episode on my bow shop, home, you know, garage shop, an episode on the bow itself. And then this will be episode three, two. I might combine it with two. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, coming down here and getting a rest, a stabilizer, and a string set, which then yeah. now I'm taking home and I'm going to put all of that on in my own bow shop. And then ne- next week, I'm going to go hang out with the dialed archery guys and get yeah. a sight and do the same thing and kind of go through methodically like how I set up my bow, my arrows, getting dialed in for the season and then shooting throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And then once the bow's broken in, going back and paper tuning it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, so the bow school, uh, what did you say? Sam 10 for 10%. Yep, Sam off, right? 10. So head on over there and check that out. And I guess I can, I can see the importance of even if you're, 
maybe not planning on getting diving really deep into learning how to tune a bow, but understanding it, right? Because I can't even imagine handing my bow off to somebody else and letting them build it yeah. and tune it because I've just been doing it myself for so long. And so, it, of course, I'd trust Hollywood. There's some people no. that I could that I could trust <laughs> to work on my bow, uh, but it's you know just having that awareness, right? Like a little bit, you know, even like I don't, I'm not much of a mechanic, but I still like to know little things about my truck. So when I bring it in, and the guy's like, "Yeah, you need brakes all the way around, pads and rotors, and the whole works," and I'm like, "No, I don't." Do I? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do I? Let me see. You know that like, kind of thing. So yeah. so that's certainly helpful too. So yeah, really, that's really cool concept. Yeah, and the, and the other thing with that course is. You know, like we're in an archery shop today and there's people that like aspire to work in an archery shop. So mm -hmm. their course, they have a test at the end if you want to take it and you mm -hmm. can actually get a certification to be an archery tech. Yeah. So nice. the course is, is way more in depth than a lot of the things that you would go to like a archery technician school just because yeah. it's because it's so many hours of, you know, teaching basically, yeah. you know, it's everything from completely ripping the bow apart and putting it all back together and paper tuning, broadhead tuning, all that stuff. And once you pay for the modules, right, you can go back and it's lifetime, right? Yeah. So they, they have a subscription back. or they have a lifetime and the lifetime is obviously the better deal. So if you right. ever forget something, you can just hop back on and go, Oh, how do you reserve the middle of that string? Yeah. And just go watch my brother uh, teach you how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's brilliant. We wouldn't know anything about that here on serving strings. Yeah. But <laughs> nothing. <laughs> that nothing. is the ultimate deal though. Having your in-home shop, that's like, you know, goal for me yeah you know, I, i've got the bench but man it's going to take a little bit for yeah. press saw device all yeah. that that comes with time but yeah mm -hmm. that'll be sweet seeing mm -hmm. that build on your home turf that'll yeah. be sweet yeah just start selling off your wife's jewelry or something i know right yeah <laughs> get rid of all those rings yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can i have that back <laughs> i'm kidding right oh, man. i wanted to talk about what was it i think it was early september and i'm actually i'm sitting at a bar in duluth getting ready to go up to the boundary waters. I'm going to spend a week up there and just, you know, whatever, just think. You yeah. Know? And, uh, and I get a text from Sam and he's like, dude, does she sell your arrow rests? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. You know, you'd, I mean, I'd give them a buzz and make sure they got one, but you know, we can try to figure something out. And he was like, Oh, check this out. It sends me a, I, or I think you had maybe posted the video. Already. Yeah. I <clears throat> basically, as soon as I had, my buddy had sent me the video of, me breaking my rest, I posted it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I go to his, his Instagram page and there's a video up there and he's trimming a branch and the branch falls, lands right on your bow. Yeah. I, I, I want to preface this because I got a lot of, not a lot of hate, but you know, there's a lot of smart people on social media. Yeah. Oh, I remember seeing some of the comments. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So I had a lot of people like, why didn't you pull your bow up first? Okay. I want to preface, I want to, I want to, I want to help people understand what was going on. So that the tree that I was trimming the branch out of was not the tree I was hunting out of. Mm -hmm. And so I actually, <laughs> my bow, I had leaned it against the opposite, the tree that I cut the branch off of, mm -hmm. but I was, I hung my sticks and my saddle platform and that branch was right in the way. And so I actually had to turn around on my platform, send my uh, lineman's belt. I did like a big, like swing around the other tree, got it hooked, mm -hmm. stepped across to this little like crotch that I, of the tree that I could stand in. And then I was going to cut that off and get it out of the way. Well, what happened when I cut it, typically you cut a branch that big and it was mm -hmm. pretty big around. You cut mm -hmm. a branch that big, it just kind of like tilts down, you know, breaks off and then you move it out of the way. Yeah. So I'm cutting this thing and it's an old dead branch and it, instead of like kind of breaking and just the end going down, it broke off immediately. And so when it broke, 
the very end of the branch hit another brush pile and then it basically cantilevered that giant branch <laughs> straight down on top of my bow <laughs> and it just crushed my rest and uh yeah so oh, okay. it was 45 minutes to the bow shop and uh i went and spent a bunch of money on a replacement rest real quick and then as soon as i could i had a vapor trail back on it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he goes he, he said yeah i had to put a ham ski on it and i go well if i if anything at least it's not a qad yeah yeah <laughs> at least it's still limb driven yeah, yeah. no and, yeah and again all all good you know we say these things in jest because it's you know, we're, we try to be friendly with everybody and of all course. The companies and everything right, yeah. like that. But um, more or less, the the concept of it being limb driven is kind of what what I'm driving home as far as like the technology. Yeah. Because yes. I don't care what T Bone says, <clears throat> cable driven is not better than limb driven. No, I'm going to say that. No, right I agree. Here right now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fight all day on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so you know, it was just it was kind of cool because I'm like sitting there getting ready to go. And then when we're going back and forth, I was like, Oh no, this is, you know, and there's absolutely nothing I can do. Right. Like I'm like, if I could, I would put a, I would go to the shop, put a rest together for you right now and overnight it, you know, cause mm -hmm. it's like, it's, that's such a bummer, you know? And, and it's funny when you watch the video too, I, it doesn't, doesn't even seem like the branch really comes down hard, but no, it's just the yeah. way it, it yeah. came in. Yeah, it's the bottom of that branch and that it, looked like it hit it. It just really accelerated it right. Like, and it hit nothing but the rest. Like it just came down and just, like snap yeah. that bolt off. And yeah. Not today, Sam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw like one of the comments was like, uh, you know, the, you know, why wouldn't you have it up in the tree or why would you leave your bow right there? If you're cutting the branch, it's like, well, again, I, I saw through it where it's like, well, you probably didn't plan on the branch cutting and no, falling I, there. I hadn't planned on cutting that branch it, at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm sure it wasn't planned. Yeah. yeah. Was, uh, you know, and that day it was like a hundred degrees. I'm already up in the tree. You know, like I wasn't going to climb down, then or, you know, climb down, hook my bow up, bring that up, get it all set up, then go across. I was like, ah, I'm already up here. Let's just get this done. And then, you know, I can be ready to hunt when mm -hmm. I get back up. And yeah. No. It wasn't a Bomar move, set your truck on fire just to get some attention. No, 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 no. This was definitely an accident. <laughs> oh, man. I love dogging on those fools. Um, but, uh, yeah, so... It, and, and it would have been so much better if the rest survived it. Right. But yeah. you know, of course I, that's a lot of pressure. I don't know yeah, if any rest could have survived that, you know what I mean? But either way, glad you were able to get back up to speed and get yep. going and, yep. And do all of that. And, and I could, um, I can't remember now. Did you end up getting not that trip? That trip? Nope. It took me another 123 days yep. to go back and then kill one. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I remember yeah, that's right, November. <laughs> well, I, well, yeah. So in that area though, uh, I had hunted opener and then we hunted the last week of the season. And so I killed one on January 4th. Yeah. Oh, that was the recent one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's oh right. my gosh. Okay. I thought this was still like, uh, up at your other spot. Yeah. No, um, this, no. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The one in November, uh, was a little further South. Gotcha. Yeah. Like a couple States. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So you got the prime RVX. Is yeah. It 34, 34 Hollywood can speak a little bit about that. He's already had success with a 34. I've had zero success. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I've shot a couple of does so nice. far. It's, mm -hmm. uh, um, you'll find when you are working on it, um, at least in my experience tuning it. Yeah. No problems at all. Sweet. And then especially with that rest, like, you know, when the whole, uh, QAD, like the integrate IMS stuff came mm -hmm. out, we we're all just kind of like, whatever, what's wrong with the long bolt? Well, once you're dealing with just that clamp, oh, it's so nice. Yeah. Like yeah. you literally just wherever you want it, you know, if you want to go, you know, right above for center on burger hole or just 
you know, right in center. Yep. Like you just put that screw basically right even with it, clamp it down and you're basically done. You mm -hmm. know, just put your set screw on the back so it sure. doesn't slide. Um, and on my prime, I didn't really put that set screw in too hard. I think their, uh, coating process is just yeah. fine, but, um, yeah, just clamp it down. And I mean, you're pretty much rocking. just do your normal center shot and, yep. um, mm -hmm. levels and whatnot. And it was Good easy. To go. It was easy. I didn't have to, uh, play with shimming too much. And then I want to touch just a little bit on what you were talking about in regards to the set screw. Um, cause I don't think a lot of that information's out there right now as far as what that means. <clears throat> and so basically Sam, what had happened is, is with, for some reason, Matthew's coding, I don't know what it is, but the, the rest does not like it all has a difficult time gripping onto that finish. Mm -hmm. And so over time it'll start to slide down gotcha. whatever direction you have the cord in, <clears throat> it'll start to shift. And we haven't run into that with any other manufacturers, nope. just Matthews <clears throat> and nothing against Matthews. They just something about it's, the coating. Yeah. So what we did was we put a set screw into that main bracket mm -hmm. and it's tucked in there. It's kind of hidden. Cause I know ears hat ears was one of the people that helped us identify that. Cause he goes, man, I've been shooting and like all of a sudden I'm shooting low and I go, Oh shoot. I forgot you got one off the first run. So oh. I'm like, Let me yeah. get I got him the new bracket right away and that yep. solved the problem. So, <clears throat> um, but just so you know about that and for our listeners too, uh, there's that set screw in there and, and it mostly is just Matthew's bows that we've had problems with. Yeah. Just because um, of whatever their dip or coating. Yeah. yeah. Whatever yeah, coating they're using. Yeah. yeah. Can't, can't explain it other than that. I didn't know so. ears still shot bows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he finds some time, you know, he shoots it when he's like sh flinging an arrow at an animal. Yeah. That's when he shoots. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's all he does now. Um, after that I did. So factory from prime, they don't have the adjustable draw stop, uh, placed in there yet. Right. So I did throw that in anyway, just because I'm like, well, if you have it, you know, or if they've got it, I'm going to use it. Right. So, um, I love that feature too. Like just being able to advance it a little bit. Cause I, you know, on my Nexus, you could kind of do the same with the yep. draw stops. And I think that thing's sitting around 85, 86% let off. But after shooting so much target last year, I'm like, I kind of want a little bit yeah. more. So being able to adjust that, making it closer to 80, yeah. you know, it's really nice. So yeah. uh, everything they did this year is just perfect. And you've been shooting, was it the Revex yep. before? So the grip yep. is like the same as that. And yeah. I, I, it took me a little bit switching from like Matthew's, you know, a few years ago to prime, but that grip is so nice. And then like, you know, you have all these companies saying like the warm grip with carbon or whatever, like that nano grip is actually, like actually noticeably. Warm. Yeah. I noticed it yeah. too. So I'm like, it's no problem walking around in, you know, the Western super cold States mm -hmm. when it's six below and windy, it's yeah. fine. Like backside. Sure. But yeah. yeah. And I do remember like before they went to that nano grip, like being like hunting late season, especially, you know, in the Dakotas, like when you get into November, a lot of times it's in the tens, teens, you know, mm -hmm. like, and like, just if, you know, if you go, if you have a deer coming and you go to hold that bow and then like, okay, it doesn't work out, but you've been holding that bow for like three, four or five minutes or whatever. And you set it back down at your hand. It's just frozen. Yep. And then like, you don't even notice it anymore. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's that bare metal grip that they used to have. But, yep. um, are you, you do plan on getting a Picatinny site? Yes. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. And that was like, wasn't a make or break for me no. at all. It's just like, if you, again, you, if you got it, I'm going to use it. Yeah. And, um, after using it, like I kind of, I dig it because yeah. it's just like same thing. It's just a clamp. You just set it down and right. it's like, that's it. Yeah. yeah. It, like <laughs> when I first saw it, I was like, that kind of looks weird. 
you know, because right. you're so mm-hmm. used to having like that big bar or, or like, you know, a big kind of whatever. Big dovetail right, hanging something, off. Like, you know? Yeah. Um, and I was like, it looks a little weird. But then I was like, right. I wonder how much weight that cuts down on, like just not have the rest of that whole oh, system in there. Big time. Yeah. Big mm-hmm. time. And then if, you know, with the prime specifically, if you want to go with their special bracket for their tight spot, mm-hmm. you know, and I love that too, playing mm-hmm. around with that. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, if you don't want to, um, again, you're not having to like bolt it into a site and then, yep. oh shoot, I have to get different screws for whatever reason. Right. Like, you know, it can just go right into normal site mounting screws. Like, yep. um, yeah, again, it cuts down a lot of weight and then I haven't played with it too much just cause where I got my site set was like perfect right away. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I imagine, you know, depending on your peep height and whatnot, it'd be so easy just to, again, go up and down that Picatinny. Right. right. It'd be done. Yep. So I love it. I don't think you'll find anything wrong with that bow. No. At, at all. I'm fine. I'm <laughs> Not that you have before, but yeah. 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 It's nice. I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I take a ton of pride too. Like when I, when I see that you've had success, like when you got that buck in January 4th, I was like, yeah, dude, yeah. yeah. I'm like, that is freaking sweet. And he's got our stuff on there. And you know, I, I just love that. And I, and I also want to thank you for trusting in our products, you know? Oh yeah. Um, that's amazing. And, and that helps us a ton, you know, as far as other people, they know if you trust it, they trust it. So mm-hmm. that's really cool. Yeah. Well, I have a pretty easy thing to do with everybody that's shooting it. So yeah, yeah, right. yeah exactly. Quick question. What arrows, are you running the G5 arrows? Yeah, I'm running the G5. Got you. Yep. So what, did they do anything new this year? Like, I know, I think there's a name change, but. Any... Uh, I think the Mark series is still the same. Gotcha. And then I don't know, I don't know what's been announced yet or not, but they, they had it shown at ATA show. So I don't know how secret oh, it is. It's probably I'm... out there. I haven't seen it. I creeped on their uh, Instagram um, last week. I wonder if they I just did it for, for buyers, but there's more. I don't there, there, yeah, <laughs> there, there's a couple of things there that I'm like, oh, like, you know, the one, the one thing and I'm like, well, the broadhead. Mm, yeah. 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 Well, like, I think that's yeah. out there, isn't there? I haven't seen anything on it from them. BA said they were going to launch it at ATA, but then he's, you said you didn't see anything. Damon so and I haven't seen Oh, nothing. I wonder if they're, um, I think they're tweaking it a little bit. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so you're running the Mark arrows, running the marks, yep. um, which I, cause I was shooting method and then they went out of business. Yep. Dissolved. Yeah. Um, and then, but yeah, I just talked to Brian and I was like, all right, I just, I'm just looking for something like, I want my total arrow weight to be like 450 and that's like perfect sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm running the Mark two forty fours. Gotcha. And then, cause those are like 10.9 per inch. Gotcha. And a 29 inch arrow and then the insert and then the whatever. I don't hundred grain head. It's like 450 ish, yep. maybe a little less. And you're running their heads too, right? Yeah. The mega meets. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's quite the blood trails mega meat for president (laughs) yeah (laughs) i think 24 is gonna be interesting man 23 is like it's starting to spice up a lot with a lot of mega meat and even dead meat kills and now i'm Mm -hmm. like oh boy 24 is gonna get wild with the the push on those i feel so yeah yeah i I told brian i haven't used them but you know yeah well i'm I'm, shameful i mean well they've i mean g5 has had the number one fixed head for a long time right with the montec montec and i mean i have no doubt that the between the mega meat and dead meat, you know, depending on if people want an inch and a half or a two inch cut, like it'll be the number one mechanical at some point mm-hmm. in, the, in the near future. Yeah. Um, because it's just devastating. And that's uh, my favorite part about it is they fly nice. Uh, I said my favorite, but my multiple favorites, they fly nice. Like I've never had a problem with flight. And then the, I've never had a blade break. Really? So I've, I've had mm. blades bend. Yep. You know, and which is what they're built to do. So like if you drive it through and you nick a, a rib or, or even glance it off that shoulder blade or whatever, 
it's going to drive through. And then when, when you pull that broadhead out of there, I've had bent blades, but I've never had one break right. off. The only time I've ever seen a broken blade is when we tested it on a, a big bore down in Texas. And we, yeah. the bore was hanging, and we shot it directly through the shoulder. And then when we pulled it back out, it broke the blades because it's mm. physics. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> Weird how that works. Yeah. <laughs> but mm. anyway, I'm a big fan. I'll tell, you know, anyone who asks me what broadheads I shoot, it's, I always try to send them to the mega meets. Yeah. Yeah. Right That's, uh, I haven't ran the Mark arrows yet either. Sorry, Brian. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm just uh, curious just cause I thought you were running the method and I know you're kind of close with him anyway, or yeah, those guys. So. Yeah. And I had enough, uh, to get me through last season. Um, and I, I have, I think I have seven or eight, um, of those arrows left that are like, I'm going to leave my old bow perfectly set up just like that. Smart. I'm going to change anything. So I have a backup bow. Yep. Um, but this new bow build is just, I'm, I'm doing everything new. So I'm, I'm even going to order a new release. I've been running the same Scott release since 2012. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I basically going to get, um, it's Ben Rep B3. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So I'm going to get, uh, it's basically the B3 version of the same thing I have, but yep. it's the alpha flex. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so a lot of those caliper. Yeah. Yep. I was hoping yeah. you guys might have one. They came out when we one kind of matches my bow. Or do we? I don't know if we have them currently. I look yeah. at you and you're like, do we? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They sell fast enough. The website. The website said thing. out of stock. So yeah, probably. Otherwise I would have bought it down here. But you're Either running way. the same Scott. Uh, well, I've been running the, um, the Scott Silverhorn. And that's just probably from 2008 or. Yeah, I was going to say 09, I want to say yeah, yeah. somewhere. Yeah, and I have two of them. I love that. I love that release, but then I just recently switched over to Ultra Views. The thumb uh, two. The thumb, yeah. The and you have the stainless, stainless steel. Yeah, because yeah, I love that weight. Mm -hmm. um, and quick plug for them, too. I've never had an opportunity to say this, but me being new to the, you know, to the T-handle style um, release, I've dropped it like 20 times. Yeah. And it's got some weight to it. So it's like, it puts a chip in the concrete almost. <laughs> and, uh, and I broke it. I was like, dang it. You know, I'm like, that's just not something you want to break, you know? Mm -hmm. So got a hold of them, did the whole process via text message, actually, um, sent it to them. Two weeks later, I had a brand new one show up. Sweet. Brand new. Yeah. No questions asked. And I even told them, I was up front. I was like, yeah, I screwed it up. I broke it. And I don't want to take it apart. I'm afraid it, you know, I, I look at it as like a watch, you know yeah. what I mean? Like springs yeah. are just going to be flying everywhere. So I'm like, I don't want to do that either. So, and boom, just sent a new one. I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. That's just good customer service. That's good service. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. So now I've got the, I've got that one again and I still have the silver horns as a backup, but, um, and I've looked into like the B3 equivalent and, but I just haven't, I don't know. They, they, they still work really good. So yeah. no point there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But we'll have to take a look and see if we've got that one. The alpha. Yeah. 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 And then, and then I'll just give it to you and then you can make a church or a donation to your local church. Okay. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to pay us for a hat and a shirt and it's like, oh man, I'm we doing my you. best. Yeah. I definitely <laughs> appreciate that. I've done the same thing too. I'm like, dude, I'm, can I use this one photo? I'll pay you for it. And you're like, <laughs> next thing I know, I got a link to a Dropbox folder. I'm like, okay. Yeah. That works. I, always, I always try to ask to pay. Yeah. And I push it really hard, but some people are too nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're in Minnesota after all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pay it for her though. Pay it for her. 
Yeah. Um, so, uh, what else, so what do you got any, any fun stuff you got coming up or anything, any cool stuff that you're really excited about down on the horizon here? Yeah. I mean, you know, kind of always have projects brewing. Um, this will be year three of our roost podcast. Mm -hmm. And so kind of going way bigger and above and beyond with that. So we've got a couple trips. So I'll be in Texas first part of April and then we gave a turkey hunt away. So that'll be towards the end of April, and then I'll be in Idaho for a long stretch of turkey hunting and content creation um, in May. So okay. spring is going to be nice and busy and awesome. Should get to watch a lot of birds hit the ground. And, yeah. Uh, looking forward to that. Yeah. And you're um, uh, you're doing that podcast with, is it? Um, ben O'Brien. Ben O'Brien. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's cool. I actually haven't listened to it. I should probably get over there and check it out. Yeah. If anybody wants to learn, the first <clears throat> season we did was all about, like, a to Z turkeys. So everything from biology to calling to decoy setups to run and gun or sit and get like, I mean, we went through it all. Um, and then last year was more of like podcasting while we were on tour, things we learned. Uh, and then this year we'll kind of switch it up again. And, mm -hmm. Yeah. It was, it was for me, like one of those things I was like going through podcasts on Spotify and saw the roost. I was like, no, nah, I don't have the time. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, if I start, I'm going to want to be committed to it. And here it's like, constantly i mean you've seen me running around today it's oh, like yeah what yeah what it's like i can't get through a podcast so no. it's like i want to commit to it and <laughs> sit down like read a book sort of thing so sorry i'll try and get to, get around that's okay to it. yeah <laughs> that's okay yeah oh that's cool i'm bummed that i won't get to see you at tac this year um but sounds like you got another really cool project in the works for that so yep um so that should be a lot of fun for you and um yeah i don't know i think that's about that's i think that's about it that's all i got yeah well, I can't thank you guys enough for helping me out, getting my, you know, new bow already. Yeah, fired yeah. up. Anytime. I was excited when you, when you messaged me because it's always fun to hang out with you and chat with you. And, um, you know, again, thanks for all your support. We really appreciate it. And anything you need from us, you just let us know. You got it. Yeah. Thanks for uh, hooking me up with First Light. So <laughs> no problem. <laughs> you can pay it right back to you. Whatever you need. Yeah, right. It started a feud between me and him. Now it's Sitka versus First Light. That's where we're on you know, corners, man. On the That's good. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to have an all-out battle one of these days. It'll be a good Friday. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll have to go. get a Kuyu moderator in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Make sure he's got a guide's license. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. you can't. Yeah, um, you can't wear that. <laughs> Otherwise, you got to have a rifle. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. And on that note, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, folks go check them out. Sam Soholt on Instagram and you're also on Facebook and then yep. you've got the Soholt brothers on YouTube yep. and what am I missing? I think that's about it. Just public yeah. land tees, you know? Um, but yeah, if you, again, there's bowtoonschool.com if you're looking to really, you know, dive in and learn a lot more about your bow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. Well, folks, you know, you, where you can find us at the range podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. Don't forget to check out both Vapor Trail and Stokerized as well. Um, Prime Archery, we talked a lot about that stuff, so go check that out. And um, what else we got? Uh, you can find the video version of this podcast on YouTube, on the Vapor Trail YouTube channel. Make sure you get over there, give it a like, subscribe, hit the bell so you can be up to date on all things archery. And with that, we're packing up our bows and hitting the range. Peace. Have a great day, everybody. Vapor Trail is now offering an exclusive discount to the Range Podcast listeners. Enter promo code TRP15, that's T-R-P-15, at checkout for 15% off VTX bowstrings and Vapor Trail and Stokerize branded t-shirts, hats, and other gear.